from the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach. You are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 1063. Underdog fantasy. It is my favorite fantasy. It's going to be your favorite fantasy. I think it's the most fun. Last night I was on a quick little fantasy game. Monday night football, a little higher and lower. Made myself some cash with Underdog Fantasy. It is super easy. Just get the free Underdog Fantasy app or... You can go to underdogfantasy.com, use the promo code WESTPALM, and you are having your deposit doubled up to $100. It's that simple. Right now, what I'm looking at is a battle royale for week four of the NFL. So basically, here's the gist. Here's what I'm doing. I am putting in $5 with a chance to win uh, a $50,000 first prize. I'm taking a quarterback, two wide receivers, flex, running back, tight end, if you have the most points out of everybody who's playing in that, again, $5 to get in, a chance at a $50,000 first prize, boom, right there. Money in the bank. That simple, that easy, that fun. And once the lineups are set, you don't worry about them afterwards. No quick changes. Uh-oh, roster movement right before kickoff. No, it's set for you, ready to go. That's why I love underdog fantasy. Very hands-off, but just as fun as other forms of fantasy. It's my fantasy. It's the most fun fantasy, and they're taking care of you. Promo code WESTPALM, all one word. Promo code WESTPALM, all one word. And get your deposit doubled up to $100. That's Underdog Fantasy. Use the app or go to underdogfantasy.com. Ken LaVica live. It's a Tuesday edition here on ESPN 106.3. Stone LeBanowitz, Friday Night Lights, Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. Again, I just want to reiterate to everybody, Palm Beach County, Treasure Coast, our entire listening area is in a tropical storm warning now. So uh, this storm, Hurricane Ian, keeps going further east than the initial projections, further south than the initial projections, and that's why we find ourselves now in a tropical storm warning. Schools throughout the Treasure Coast and Palm Beach County are closed at least for tomorrow. That could change too and it could be extended, but no school tomorrow. Public schools, Palm Beach County, Martin County, St. Lucie County, Indian uh, River County, uh, Okeechobee County. No school for those those students tomorrow. So please, please, please take care of yourself. Stay off the roads if you can, because this rain is going to be heavy. There is flood risk, major flood risk in this area. We were already saturated beforehand. We're probably going to end up getting a little bit more uh, effects from this storm than we thought initially. So there's the latest on Hurricane Ian. Uh, we're going to get we're going to get hit a little bit uh, worse than we thought. But hang out with us at least for the next oh I don't know mm, forty seven minutes or so. Yeah, just hang with us. We're here for you. Speaking of weather. But the unfair hot variety, uh, Theo, you saw the Bills fans and you've seen corresponding media try to make all sorts of excuses for the Bills. They were too hurt. They were wearing blue uniforms. The officials were against them. Oh, the sun was too hot. There's no cover on the sideline. The Bills got every excuse in the book to try and explain away their loss to the Dolphins, who were better who were grittier, who were just as injured and had a better game plan against the Bills on Sunday. And uh, it's been the weather, though. It's been the heat that's come to the forefront as the major talking point amongst Bills fans. It's not fair. It's unfair. It's detrimental to the players' health. 
That's weird because I didn't hear them whining and complaining about it when they came to Hard Rock in September last year and won 35 to nothing and took that Dolphins backside. Yeah. I don't remember them complaining about it then. It wasn't too hot then. I think the bigger problem they don't want to address is the fact that their quarterback is skipping rocks to Isaiah McKinley's right. in the end zone when he could have threw a touchdown pass that Tua would have most certainly connected on. Tua would have absolutely been excoriated yeah. if he threw that Come same pass on, on fourth down oh at the goal God. line. That I mean, Tua. Two would be excommunicated from the league. I mean, he would be run out of the NFL with pitchforks and torches. Especially the way it went down to, so he misses it, then he gets down into the fetal position. Like, imagine how often we would see that replay of Tua doing that. We only see it like once or twice, really. It it would be not been covered. Tua missed the throw, rag arm, and his belief is broken. He doesn't trust himself anymore. Look at that body language. Not a leader. It would be all of that nonsense. He literally would have said, this is an actual NFL quarterback's throw. Yeah. Yeah. They would have gone to the extreme. Right. They would have been like playing, like doing reenactments on TikTok and all kind of stuff. They would have had their field day with it, but it was Josh Allen, so now it was about the sun. And by the way, Bills fans... Uh, for all of you that are taking solace, you're tweeting through it, you're making yourself feel better uh, by by tweeting or retweeting things like, oh, our backups in the secondary allowed under 200 yards to all the superstars on offense for the Dolphins. Hey, fools, listen up. Tua only ran 36 plays. 18 of them were throws. He threw nearly 200 yards in 18 throws. He hits you on a third and 22 for 43 yards. He hits you with a touchdown pass, and he averaged 10.3 yards per attempt. The only reason Tua's numbers were that is because you had the ball for 40 minutes. Mm. Tua had it for just under 20 minutes. Imagine what would have happened if this was a normal football game. Tua tore you up in 18 throws. What if he had 34 throws? I think Josh Allen threw it like 60 times. Yeah, he and threw I don't it think... 60 times for 400-something yards. Yeah, I don't think that was even... Yeah, it was right on 60, right? Yeah. Was, yeah. And he took that L. And he took that L. So, Bills fans, you're running out of excuses. I'm sorry. You're running out of excuses. But the one that I keep going back to that's the most ludicrous is the sun. The sun was so hot because now the sun was hot. Though. Now it was. It was. I was out but there. But this has in never it. been an issue. This has never been an issue. It's never been questioned. It's never been focused on like it is now. Because again, with the bills, we wrap them in a little blankie and we cradle them to our bosom and we sing them a good night song. Give them because a pizza party. We, we we love we love we love the bills because they're so cute and cuddly and we love to to brush their hair and put a little bow in it and, and tap their butt with some baby powder. Oh bills, I love you. You're the Super Bowl favorite. I love you so much cuz we love the quarterback yeah. and we love the fans who throw themselves through tables and all this nonsense. So once these people got done throwing themselves through flaming tables in the Hard Rock Stadium parking lot, uh, the sun was too hot for them. And listen to this back and forth. PFT, Pro Football Talk, Mike Florio and company, who dedicated time to, does the NFL have to do something about Miami and its relationship to the sun? Are there just circumstances where maybe it is too hot? Maybe it is too humid? You know, For uh, this has come up before. Sick. The NFL has said there are never conditions it would be regarded as too cold. I don't know if there are conditions it would be regarded as too hot. But at some point, it becomes a safety issue. And when we see what we saw yesterday, right. if we do care about player health and safety, and again, we have a specific issue of health and safety coming up, but if we truly care about it, if this is the flag that everyone associated with the game is going to wave, there is a point 
where it becomes dangerously hot and or dangerously cold. And I just feel like that's not on anyone's radar screen. Well, maybe it's not, but I guess it should be. And again, I mean, Bill Belichick, like I said, he took that team down there to Miami to try to get acclimated to the heat in a Tuesday in week one. Everybody's kind of like, well, that's weird. But at the same time, I don't believe the Patriots had those sort of issues on that Sunday. Right. So then when you see Buffalo and I talked to one of my buddies from Buffalo, and he said that it was about 55 degrees throughout the week in Buffalo as they're preparing. And you have to go from that to Miami where it's 80 plus and it's hot and it's humid. It is a real difficult change in circumstances from one day to the next. You go down there on a Saturday and then boom, all of a sudden that humidity hits you like that. That That's going to make it a little bit difficult for your body. That's just inherently true, I think. So maybe they do need to look at what exactly was the cause of all the heat exhaustion. Because it, it it can't just be one thing when you have all of the different players going down like that. I, I just don't There's think that more to it can it. be that what bad be? without there being some sort of other circumstance where you're like, okay, this is this is more of a team thing than it is an individual player thing. Ah, uh, weird. It's almost stone like we were discussing yesterday. Maybe these elite pro athletes who play for the Buffalo Bills didn't properly prepare their bodies. Mm. I don't know. Seems like all the signs might be pointing to that, who play under the same head coach who told CBS, he told his players, hey, you need professional accountability when being ready to play in Miami early in the season. Huh. Why Why would the Bills be more affected by the heat than the Dolphins were? Could it be because they know how to prepare and actually did the work? Ah, there we go. Got it. Nailed it. NFL, I figured it out. No problems. Tell them to hydrate. And, I, it, and if you're Sean McDermott, like you're the one okay with practicing in the 55-degree weather. Get your ass down here on Tuesday or Wednesday, brother. Just simply get your ass here's, down here. Here's the thing, too. I mean, it. Let's not ignore the fact this is a 1 o'clock kickoff on Sunday, right? Mm-hmm. Who was the guy that was most gassed out there that looked the most out of it throughout the game? Stephon, Stephon Diggs. Diggs. Who's the guy on the Bills that's most likely to have maybe enjoyed a <laughs> night out in Miami <laughs> on a Saturday night? I don't know. I'm not reporting anything. Pure speculation. I'm just throwing out two different things that might be related or not. I'm just saying, Stephon Diggs maybe prioritize. I, I am appalled by a fan base that, oh, come to Buffalo, we're going to freeze you out. Sub-zero temperatures, we don't feel bad. Snow (laughs) stacked up on your sideline, that's just Buffalo. (laughs) And then they come down here and, oh, it's too hot for our pretty little quarterback. He's so sweaty. Shut up. Shut up. The excuse making for the favorites in the NFL is embarrassing. If you're a Bills fan and you have signed on to the it's too hot for these players, you are humiliating Mm. your fan base and this team. It is pathetic. Sorry, if you can't hold up with that in week three of a season with a team you thought you were going to steamroll, you cocky dopes, then there ain't no way in hell you're going to the Super Bowl. Bully that. Bet.
Now, this is a random blanket statement, but I'm willing to throw it out there. I, I would suppose that at least 30 to 40% of the guys on the Buffalo Bills roster are from the South or played football in the South at some point in their it's life. It's just weird. Devin Singletary, uh, who started at running back for the Bills, Florida Atlantic alum, he didn't appear to have any problems with the Heat. That's weird because it's it's like he um he knows how to prepare. I don't know. Well, he led the Bills in receptions and guards. Um, he was their leading receiver on Sunday. And afterwards, um, in the locker room, me and Tyree went down there to talk to him to get some, you know, quotes from the local guy. And one of the questions I had was, how was that son affecting the Bills team? And you guys, how was it adjusting to it? And he said, the South Florida son is undefeated. Yep. So, yep. so, but he knew how to get ready for it. But maybe just some of his his uh, his teammates weren't as prepped for the, uh, well, uh, for the weather. Here, here's what I'll say to Bills fans who are so concerned about their players' well-being mm. in the heat, which is weird because I didn't hear the Patriots whine and complain about it. They took an L in week one, but you know what? <laughs> they actually did the proper preparation and came down here and practiced in it because Belichick has a brain, okay? Yeah. It's weird. Last year, the Bills, they came down and whooped the Dolphins' ass. I didn't hear any complaints about heat. I looked at kickoff, it was one degree less last year in September wow. when the Bills came down here than on Sunday yeah. at Hard Rock Stadium. Honestly, it, it was the spectacle that Stephon Diggs and company put on yeah. on the sideline, and the Bills legitimately fed it because they had a player who was questionable for the rest of the game with heat illness. Like, the Bills perpetuated this yeah. thing. Uh, and and I, it's weird. Um, who played in Tampa on on Sunday, who was that? Who was that? Oh yeah, the Packers. Green Bay Packers. Weird. The Packers beat the 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 Bucks, and I don't recall hearing out of the Packers camp that it was too hot. It was the same temperature with the same humidity mm-hmm. in this Tampa. This is noble research. This is weird. So I'm just I'm really wondering what could be the common denominator. Oh, they lost. That's why you're mm. salty because they lost, and they lost to the Dolphins. This whole discussion, pro football talk, spending time, oh, well, maybe we need to give NFL teams from the months of September through beginning of November a full week to prepare. No short week for them because Miami's too hot. Ooh, it's tough on our footsies. No, no. How about you just properly prepare? This is the NFL, damn it. Come on. And I don't think you could have sounded any more like a couple of nerds as far as you're Mike Florio and whoever he was with. Like yeah. the way you you're trying to go to bat, like, Talking about how there's other circumstances that could have come into like he's not like a bunch of nerds. Like, come on, the Bills, the Bills flew down air conditioned benches. They had tents on the sideline. Listen, but like, that sun was out there though. They were uncovered. When you look okay. at the field, it is kind of weird when you look the, at the it. The away side and the Miami side is totally in the shade, and the Bills side is just out there baking. Okay, baking like bacon. It's a it's a competitive advantage. You know what though? It is. NFL, it <laughs> you're not gonna have to worry about it much longer because the Dolphins are the best team in the league, and they're gonna start playing those four fifteen games and start playing under the lights in prime time. Mm. Ooh, because they've arrived. Talk they're here. So fine. You don't want Sunday one p.m. anymore? That's fine because Jim Nance is gonna be in our home giving four fifteen calls. Uh, Al Michaels is gonna be Thursday night prime time talk giving that, calls. Talk. Joe Buck Monday night. He's gonna be. Putting his ass in Hard Rock Stadium calling the Dolphins, all right? So fine, you don't like the heat, doesn't matter. It's going to be night games from here on out for the Dolphins. Mm. Speaking of Joe Buck, did you uh, see Jimmy Kimmel on halftime? Yeah, it was, it was awesome. Wh- was it? Yeah. Oh, oh, okay. I thought it was one of the weirdest experiences <laughs> or, or hangouts that I've ever seen in my entire life. Well, it's because you don't get comedy. Yeah, I definitely Boom, don't. Roasted. I definitely don't because I was like, yeah, this could not get over faster than it is. And I was being touched like 
Hold That's me. the whole point, though. He's trying to like be cringy. He's trying to make Joe Buck uncomfortable. When he says, oh, I know that you quit Fox because Terry was, Bradshaw good, smelled that, like that was corn last, cobs. That was the last five seconds of the entire interview. The other one was like, what's this guy doing here? But if, if you enjoy it, But you know it, why he wrong. was there, right? You know why Jimmy Kimmel he, was he, there? He had a show in Brooklyn. Yeah, yeah. ABC, his ABC, ABC show for is sure. in Brooklyn. And then but, Trace, Tracy Morgan was hammer drunk on Peyton and Eli's. Yeah. On broadcast as well, and was not letting them talk. But yeah, yeah the, the combination was. Tracy a Morgan off. acts like that most times. Yeah, that's, Tracy that's Morgan just was Tracy he was Morgan. Probably, hammered. He yeah. was probably hammered too, but he 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 does a lot of hammered appearances too. So oh, right. he, he was he was off the rails. Yeah, he was blowing up the entire. That's Tracy Peyton Morgan. Eli. That's the Tracy Morgan experience. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You, you you got the full Tracy Morgan. Yeah, last that was time. that's <laughs> yeah. literally what you can expect. Just <laughs> right. that's what it was. That's what he's like sometimes sober too, though. So I don't know. It's so <laughs> he, weird. Here's my guarantee. Since Tracy Morgan was on last night and he came up, I guarantee you. I get. I'll actually bet you money. I'll get twenty dollars. Okay, we can shake hands in the breakstone that Josh mentions. Tracy Morgan and how he was a co-host once on the home team <laughs> today between 4 and 5.55 here That's on ESPN a- 106.3. $20 bet that he's going to bring it up. He's going to say, it. oh, Tracy Morgan's co-host on the home team. What oh, my what do you God. Mean? I promise you. What do you mean? That's I don't want to bet you against that. That's I want to chime in on the bet. I want to throw a, a dub in there as well. well. I promise you. I promise you. <laughs> Two to one odds in Vegas. Leo's in Riviera Beach. What's up, Leo? Hey, guys. Thanks for taking my call. Indulge me for a second. Miami Dolphins. Miami yeah. Dolphins, Miami Dolphins number one. <laughs> let's go to a, let's a go Dolphins. Hey Bills, I, yeah. I, I know there's been like a there's a star in our solar system that actually like has been around for billions of it's years 4.6 and billion years old. Yeah, and it, it actually comes out every day when there's no clouds and there's a thing called heat that it gives off. And if you can't prepare for that. Well, you're just a loser, Bill. You're yeah. just a loser, it's Bill, so from Buffalo. Because all I'm saying is, and if you want to talk about all this about changing the schedule, changing the schedule, well, you're going to have to, like, figure out a way, like the Simpsons did, put a dome over the Buffalo Bills Stadium, because we don't want snow then in that case. Right. Well, I don't want it to be below 70 degrees then when we play for the snow, because hypothermia will kill you faster than heat exposure. Let's yeah. go, baby. That's right. <laughs> so all I'm saying is I'm so excited because – the Dolphins are almost at the quarter pole of the season. We're undefeated so far. They're paying homage to the 50-year anniversary of the 1972 Dolphins. They're trying to they're trying to make this the second team that does too that. Too soon, Leo. And <laughs> too soon, I know. But I have the Dolphins going 12 and five. I just want to rehash that one more time. I have the Dolphins going 12 and five. That was my preseason pick. They're going to be facing the Bills again in the AFC Championship. Ooh. So I'm so excited for that because. If the Dolphins get the fifth seed, the way that I've worked it out, if the Dolphins get the fifth seed, the Bills get the one seed, the Dolphins will have to beat the Chiefs to get to the AFC Championship. And then the, imagine the storylines. Josh, Josh Allen's strong and accurate arm has to go against Tua's rag-accurate arm yeah. to go to the Super Bowl. I Let's like see what happens. R- accurate arm. I like that. I like <laughs> oh, that, Leo. Let's go. And Leo, by the way, if they do go 12-5, and five, because Louie in Riviera Beach uh, <laughs> has that as well, uh, since I told Louie I'd give him a pizza party if that happened, you're also invited to the pizza party, okay? Awesome. I love it. And let's just say, fins up, hey, we're gonna t- we're gonna go into business seventeen and seven all time against Cincinnati. We're gonna go in there, take care of business, and celebrate being four and zero. Let's go, Dolphins. Let's go. I love it. I love it. By the way, uh-uh. the Bengals uniforms I maintain, Ooh. and yes, I know there's white Bengal tigers, but they look like zebras. 
Yeah, they yeah, look like they look like zebras. I mean, we're talking about the, one of the best uniforms in the league. Could right? you what? find Stone the I, Dolphins I, I, fight song? The the old version. There it is. This is the fight song. Yeah. Like They're in the air. They're always in control. You're talking Super Bowl. You're talking Super Bowl. Miami Dolphins. Sing along, Dale. Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins. Number one. Miami Dolphins. This is not good. This you just don't appreciate the classics. Theo, this was obviously dubbed in 1970. <laughs> yeah, I dude. get it. It wasn't good. Then. I think Theo's just being ageist. You can't say it's not good because when they let this get rocking at Hard Rock oh, Stadium, yeah. oh, man. Uh, yeah, people freak Shirts out. Shirts come off. Oh, man. It's like a rock concert. Things start shaking all yeah, 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 it's like a little rock concert. That is yeah. the worst. It's like a Dave Matthews concert. Did they play it? Did it pops off, as the kids say. Yeah. Did they play it this past Sunday? Of course they did. They do I don't remember it hearing Every time it. they score. How, you know, really? you know when yes. they played it? When River Craycraft Ooh. got involved. <laughs> what is going on? Every time they score, Theo. That's right. They need to update that. Maybe throw some Rick Ross well, on there. Oh, get the new, oh, oh, U.S. Oh, okay. Nation updated. But wait. <laughs> oh, they did. Oh, the, my gosh. Wait till updated. you get a taste of this little okay. This little ditty. This one is not nice. the Dolphins debut. I'm nervous. Here we go, Theo. <laughs> the newer updated version. You may be asking, who is that, Theo? I bet you'll be able to figure it out. Surprise! They keep that one in the can. Oh, Why man, Stone, would... I'm so glad he walked right into that. <laughs> Why? You and I knew exactly yes. what he was about to do. Yes. Why would... Why they would... need it updated? Oh, Theo, don't you worry. They did it. 2009, they got a hold of T-Pain. That's right. T-Pain said, all right, bet. I guess if there was a year to get a hold of T-Pain, it would be 2009. <laughs> um, Those are the Ronnie Brown. Those are some of the wild Yeah, players. Ronnie Brown. year after a playoff mm-hmm. year. Exactly. Wow. Chad Pennington. Yeah, Chatty Pens. It's just like the Packers bringing in Tunchi. It's the same thing. We got to go grab T Pain when yeah. it's hot. I, I'm speechless. I don't because <laughs> it's so good. I That's know. the last thing I expected to happen. I thought it was gonna be Pitbull, honestly. Ooh. I thought it was gonna be Pitbull. I think Bad Bunny's next. For or Bad yeah, Bunny. yeah. I think I think Pitbull missed his window. I think I think, it, I, think it's, <laughs> I think Bad Bunny's up next. You're exactly right. <laughs> Pitbull missed. <laughs> he missed right. his championship window. <laughs> uh, let's let Joe talk his talk. Joe and Jupiter. Good win last night, Cowboys fan Joe. Hello, guys. First, I'll comment real quick. The Dolphins are absolutely for real. I've watched a lot of those past two games. You know, I'm not a Dolphins fan, but I don't hate them. They are legit contenders. On all phases. So, congratulations. I'm excited for y'all as a Dolphins fan. That, that's got to be pretty exciting stuff. It's good stuff. They're for real. Hey, I know you just want to yeah. pop off about the defense. <laughs> Tell us about the Cowboys defense, Joe, and give us a little Cooper Rush love, okay? Well, let me tell you right now about your, your first hour. I couldn't call in, but I was listening. I tell you, he needs to be on alert for a tropical storm warning. Mm-hmm. That's the Philadelphia effing Eagles. Because I tell you what, we're coming for you, okay? Oh, yeah. How about them Cowboys? How about them Cowboys next Sunday night after we go back home and destroy the Washington Commanders Oof. and then go to Sunday night football in Philadelphia? 
Hey, Daniel Jones, you're not that great. What's uh, up, Ernesto? What's up? Daniel Jones is bad. Don't, don't even give him enough. He's not that great. He's just bad, Joe. He's bad. He's, he's terrible. Our defense, Dan Quinn, I've talked to you about it before. He's putting people all over the field. Cooper Rush is managing the game. He has been in the system for about six years. He is not making mistakes. We have a good enough defense to keep us afloat. And who knows where – I mean, he's not Dak, but we got Dak back in probably two weeks. What's up? Come at the Gators! Yeah. Oh my there goodness. you go, Joe. I, I won't even leave. Mo- I won't even pick at him because they got a Monday night win. You got to be able to celebrate. That's I nice. like this new trend on the show where people just call and give wrestling promos. <laughs> They're just cutting wrestling promos. They now. are. They are. They have a prepared speech. Yeah, about right. their favorite team. Right, and then they're going to disrespect someone, and yeah. then they yes. they're going to like flex. They find one person to disrespect in the middle of that speech. Oh, That's yeah. right, right, Slip right. it in there on the topic of the Cowboys, though. So this was just up on Sports Center. One of the most cherry pick statistics that I've ever seen yet in my entire <laughs> life. The Cowboys are 8-0 when Tony Pollard and Ezekiel Elliott rush for 10 yards apiece. <laughs> All right. T- 10, 10 yards apiece, they're 8-0. So don't, don't let them get going. Did it say 10.0 yards per, per? Nope, it said 10 yards. 10, 10 yards, yards apiece. each. It said 10 yards each. It's gone, but 10 yards per carry or 10 yards each? It said rush. Just, it said record 10, 10 yards. yards. Just 10 yards. Someone screwed something up up there. Yeah, that's why I wrote it down. Yeah. Because I saw it. So you're sure it didn't say when both are – yeah, because that would be very difficult for both of them to go 10 yards per carry each. Mm -hmm. No, no, they would not go 10 yards per carry each ever. It said record 10 yards when they each record 10 yards. They just were like – Did they mean 100? No. They no, because they didn't rush 100. for 100. <laughs> then what the hell are they talking about? Eight, I'm no. just trying to save our, our brethren in Bristol, <laughs> yeah. but I think I'm failing. Well, uh, they they already got the Cowboys 21% the, to win the AFC East. <laughs> that's so. a good point. Someone's drunk. Yeah. Someone's drunk The Chiron guy out there is, uh, uh-huh. he's on, let's say he's on the hot seat. He's, we thought Mike McCarthy might be yeah. entering the season. Well, yeah. it's really the Chiron guy in Bristol. Man, what is going on up there? Yeah. I just thought Keyshawn was the only dopey person. We'll talk about him when we come back because Keyshawn Johnson has his real rankings, and I love Keyshawn, but these are dopey, and I'll explain why. He's Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Heat training camp starting today in Nassau. No Gabe Vincent. He has swelling in his right knee. Uh, Stone and I sat down and talked with Gabe Vincent yesterday. I got to say, I think I've got a keen eye for these things. I did not notice the right knee swelling. (laughs) Neither did I. We missed it. We missed it. We could have broken some news if we noticed it. Mm. He was walking fine. He was walking just fine. No limp or anything. By the way, this guy yesterday. So we're sitting there. And where we're at in the heat practice gym at Heat Media Day, it's just a long line of tables. You yeah. know, it, Typically for people that are doing canned interviews or TV stations, putting their stuff there. We had a, a broadcast table, but it was right next to where they were having the Heat players come in to do the media scrums. Mm. And they had like a digital board behind them, that whole thing. And so we were right there. So the players, when they were going to go get their, their photo ops done, they had to come between the ropes for the media scrum and our table. So Max Struess is, is doing the media scrum thing. Struce. They get done with all the questions, whatever, and he goes to do his photo op stuff and his TV stuff, and he walks by. Stone, I'm not even joking. Like, this was so smooth. He just looks up, makes eye contact with Struess. 
pulls out his fist, gaps him up. He did a fist and then pound acted, with Max Cruz. And then acted like he'd known him for years. He yeah. was just like Stone, just like unflinchingly like, what's up, bro? It's my boy. We were in the middle they, of an interview, they, in the middle of a segment. Yeah, we were in the middle of, uh, of a segment. Do you know Max Struess? him up. Hell no, I don't know Max Struess. But like Max so Struess, Max Struess then also reciprocated yeah. like, what's up, bro? He, <laughs> it was the weirdest thing I've ever seen. Like, part of me was jealous. Yeah. But part of me was also like, what, what in was God's name are you doing? Who were y'all interviewing at the time? We were just on the air. I think we oh, were because yeah, we had Pierre Garçon um, who was on the show. Yeah. And became our third co-host yesterday I saw with five seconds that. to go until the show was supposed to start. I heard Long that. story. Yeah. I heard yeah. that and I saw his picture on Instagram. I'm like, oh, is Pierre on the show? And I was like, yeah, Pierre's yeah. on the show. That was we're going to do, it was Stone and I were getting ready for the show and then we heard, hey, Pierre's here. Like, Pierre. Like, he replaced you. Like, uh, <laughs> That's messed up, actually, because they didn't yeah. ask me if I wanted to jump in there. <laughs> they called up Pierre Garçon. Is it because he has more catches than me in the NFL? I mean, I don't know how close the gap is. I don't know. Pierre, <laughs> but, Pierre, Pierre was great yesterday. I just I don't know how any of that planning worked because Stone and I were about to do a show, and then Pierre was here. <laughs> and then we were like, hey, why don't we do a show with Pierre? Okay. That's how Pierre so, ended up getting on PTV no, with me often. Too. He just showed up. He just popped hey, up. Guys, I'm here. I said, all right, sure. Let's do a segment. <laughs> I'm here, guys. Um, uh, let's get to... Uh, our Baptist Health Orthopedic Care Injury Emporium. Hut! Clean! Hut! Hut! Oh no, there's a man down. Today is Chicago Bulls Media Day today, and Lonzo Ball mm. addressing the media. He's been hurt for quite some time. He's got knee issues, and he told assembled media, quote, I can't. Play basketball. I can't run or walk. End quote. Things not looking good for Lonzo Ball yeah. going into the 2022-2023 season. Lonzo Ball, knee problems. Where's yeah. the PR team? Hey, don't tell them that. Yeah. Well, can't I mean, run, can't walk. what has he been doing all off season? How has there not been like a procedure? How has there not been like what? What's been going on? It's this is not like he. He was hurt late in the year. He missed half the season. He's probably been on the phone with AT&T trying to figure out why his little brother got a commercial before him. <laughs> I mean, I think if I was him, that's what I would be doing. I'd be on the customer service line just waiting my turn to, you know, wreak some havoc. Because what's up with that? And he managed to get Langelo Ball signed as well <laughs> to the Hornets. Yeah, like yeah. LaMelo is, is already making power moves in the NBA while Lonzo Ball is at media day talking about them. how he can't even walk. Yeah, I saw them taking photos at Hornets media day. I'm like, <laughs> so wait, the, the bad one got signed? <laughs> the, the, young, the little bro got bigger bro signed before his other big bro could. Like, he really pulled a power card in the family. <laughs> Ain't that something? That is wild. The baby brother got his middle brother signed before Big Bro can get it done in Chicago. That is bizarre. Yeah. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care is a team of skilled orthopedic sports medicine surgeons and specialists that specialize in surgical and non-surgical treatments to get you back to what you love. Don't put off seeing a doctor. Visit baptisthealth.net slash ortho today for more information. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care combines its resources of experienced physicians and leading-edge treatments and technology to provide advanced orthopedic, foot and ankle, joint replacement, spine and sports medicine care. Visit baptisthealth.net slash ortho for more information today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has offices conveniently located in Palm Beach County through the Florida Keys. Learn more by visiting baptisthealth.net slash ortho. That's baptisthealth.net slash ortho. All right, I need to bring this up because it's the first thing I saw upon waking up this morning. I sort of 
I, I was I my alarm went off and I I stirred for my sleep and I stretched a little bit a little man grunt. Ugh. Sometimes you're a little you're a little congested, so a little sniffy time. And then I look at my phone for the first time and I see that Keyshawn Johnson has power rankings. I didn't know this until today, but it's not just power rankings. He calls them his real rankings. I'm assuming because Keyshawn Johnson loves to tell you how much he knows about football, mm. any opportunity he can. He says it all the time on that show. Uh, Did he used to play football or something? He, eh, he was okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, uh, Max <laughs> Kellerman, Keyshawn Johnson, and uh, and Jay Will every morning, 6 to 10 a.m. here on ESPN 106.3. And again, I'm a huge fan of Keyshawn. And Keyshawn, as he says on these liners that play consistently here on ESPN 106.3, we're buddies. We're yeah, pals. Of so we're his pal, right? He's yeah. our pal. My pals at ESPN yeah. was. Yeah, he's our, our pal, Ken Levick. Yeah. yeah, my pal, Ken Levick. I like that. He's my boy. Uh, but I didn't realize he had real rankings. So here's his Keyshawn real rankings, which are actually power rankings, but they tried to put the fleece over your eyes because everybody has power rankings yes. and call them real rankings, okay? But don't be fooled. They're still power rankings. It's just real. It's his top seven teams. For, uh, his top seven teams, Philadelphia, Green Bay, Baltimore, Buffalo, the Rams, KC, and the Dolphins. Those are the top seven. Fine, whatever. Seems real. Pretty real. They're there. It's real. But there's only one team in the real rankings that have defeated two of the other teams in the real rankings. And those two teams are still ahead of the team that beat those two teams in the real rankings. And that's the Miami Dolphins who come in at number seven. They beat the Ravens. They beat the Bills. They said Lamar, gotcha. They said Josh Allen, gotcha. Two is kill list is elite through three weeks. Yeah. Okay. Can I hear the list one Belichick? more time? Mike McDaniel's kill list is elite. Through three weeks. Belichick, Harbaugh, McDermott. I mean, come on. Eagles, Packers, Ravens, Bills, Rams, Chiefs, Dolphins. The Dolphins, the only team of those seven to beat two other real ranking teams from Keyshawn Johnson. And you're going to hate me, but I am absolutely in love with that list. And it's the first time I've heard it or seen it. So it's real? I love it. It's just hard to defend, though, Stone. I mean, how do you yeah. defend picking two teams that have gone head-to-head with Miami, one of them at their own home stadium, right. and they lost to them, and Miami's perfect, but you put those two teams ahead of them? In the words of Jeff Saturday, which we do have audio, because RG3 went to bat for the Dolphins, yeah. you can still be a better football team than yeah. another team and lose the game to them. But when you're talking about real power rankings mm-hmm. at the time like of the head to head day, evidence. there's yeah. Just how do you justify your rankings? You're just saying on paper these are the on, they should be called the on paper rankings. I, I would say to justify it, if they played tomorrow, if Baltimore played the Finns, if Buffalo played the Finns, they'd still be favored in that game over the Dolphins if you were to put but your money on the line. Played. So but yeah, they we already be, got the result. So why are we matters. playing again tomorrow? The game already the game's You're already. You're saying happened. if we I just keep hypothetically say, throwing it out there again, if we just keep playing over and over? I guess yes. If you want me to say yes, I will say yes. So Power then how can you make the like Eagles if, number one? Because they would be favored over in every like, in er, any game this against any team, they would not be favored against all those other six teams. If the okay. Eagles played the Bills tomorrow, who will be favored? It would be the Bills. So how are the Eagles ahead of the Bills? I, but then the, because theoretically, the Eagles would need a little more time to be able to be favored over the Bills. But I think as week three as it stands right now, I think the Eagles are the biggest threat to most of the teams now, out there in the league. When Jeff Saturday says I, those things, um, what did he say again? He said uh, you can be a better football team than a team and still lose that game. You know what that sounds like to me? Oh, an excuse. <laughs> Weird. Someone making an excuse for the Bills? Nah. Color me shocked. You don't say. 
Uh, it's an excuse. It's an excuse. It's weird, too, because it just happened. It, yeah. We just saw that matchup happen. It's petty. So we could say, oh, what happens tomorrow? Well, we just saw it happen yesterday. Yeah, we could say if today <laughs> so. was Monday, tomorrow would be Tuesday. Yeah. But it's not. Today's Tuesday. Tomorrow's Wednesday. Now, are you guys not a little uncomfortable that ESPN's power ranking has the Dolphins at the number one spot? Because when, when I read it, I was like, oh, I The only thing I'm comfortable like, oh, is whoa. me having to give it a little talk. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> That, that's the only thing uncomfortable about that for me. I don't care. It's, I think it's great. It's power rankings, though. Because the Dolphins technically... Okay, I can't yeah, even yeah, follow uh, that yeah, up. Yeah, well, why, I, I celebrate that. I celebrate I that. You. I love the Dolphins at number one. I more so it was emotionally damaged, right? And I just couldn't it's power you know, get to where you were at. It's power rankings. The Dolphins have the most defensible stance to be number one in the league right now. They beat two contenders, one of them on the road, and they're perfect on the year. Most defensible so stance, power but rankings. as far as you know, Vegas odds to win the Super Bowl, they're probably sitting at seven or higher. Yeah, yeah. so power rankings aren't odds to win the Super Bowl. It's who's the best right now. Who's the best right now in the NFL? It, it, and they've proven it the most it, more than anybody yeah, else. You're asking me, the, the Eagles barely beat the Lions. I would be fine if the Eagles were number Eagles one. Eagles had a 21-point lead in the fourth. They didn't give it up. I mean, honestly, I'd be fine if the Eagles were number one yeah. in the Keyshawn Real rankings. But when the Dolphins are at seven, when they've beaten three and four, that doesn't make any sense. It just is a little weird. It's like head to, to head. But you're jogging into the game if they're taking on the Chiefs confidently. I'm not at all whatsoever. No confidence in that game. I have no confidence against I'm Buffalo. more confident now after they went to Indian loss and to a team that was shut out by Jacksonville. And you're Hold also on. somebody in our Miami Dolphins <laughs> prediction. You Sorry. predicted them. I didn't to, mean to, yeah, what was that about? Catch <laughs> you in the crossfire. <laughs> you put your reputation on the line as far as predictions and said that the Dolphins were going to lose to Buffalo. Okay. So you thought that they were a better team. I didn't, I didn't put my reputation. What reputation is that? Me just, being some uh, blowhard it, sports it, talk host? Just oh, your face. my God. I, I, I've ruined my legacy by predicting the Bills would win. But it happened. The Dolphins beat the Bills. What are we talking and about? And I love it. And it makes me feel good. I don't care if I was wrong. But we're talking about predictions versus reality. Like, what happened was those right. two teams stepped on the field. One of yeah. them won. One of them lost. There's no hypothetical to be had. There's no if they played tomorrow. They played. They, they played. They and the already, result happened. They did, you, did it very recently. You just used the word reality. I think if you were being a realist, you would say that the Dolphins are not better than the Bills. The Dolphins are not better than the Chiefs. That sure. stands right now. Sure, but what has been proven? But We're talking about on paper, so if it's Keyshawn's real rankings, what really happened? We're talking about reality, and the Dolphins just beat the Bills, and they just beat the Ravens versus, well, hypothetically, the Bills might be a better team, and they... No. Who won the mm -hmm. game? Who won the game? Who's still undefeated? Right. Like, there's literal I, evidence there. I just don't know how else you can spin it. It's like, hard to defend. I, I will say I'm a fan of that list. I would I would sign off on that list as, because as somebody. It's, it's like if you show up to How are we doing on the clock, by the way? Okay, we're good. So <laughs> I just wanted to make sure. Should we take a break? Okay, let's take a break, and then I'll give this highly anticipated analogy here. <laughs> it's Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken Levick Alive. On ESPN 106.3. I am not lying to you guys. Larsa Pippen is, I mean, it looks oh. like she's with Michael Jordan's son, Marcus. I like, do not believe it. Getting it in. They, look at, they were, like, they were I don't know, the pictures. Yeah. Like, New York Post, Larsa Pippen gets close to Michael Jordan's son, Marcus, in steamy new video. Like, they're close. They're she had to have known that kid when he was a kid. That's the sickest part about it. And she was likely married to Scottie Pippen when she met Marcus Jordan when he was a young right, lad. But he's he's a he's a man now. Like I don't know. 
She is. But she is. She definitely. She doesn't care. Clearly not. It she seems does like not she's care. trying to make a. She's just, she's trying to do the most ridiculous stuff possible. Oh yeah. I, I mean, mean, she likes attention. Got the Timberwolves guard. I forget his name. That she was kicking it. Malik Beasley. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, she is super hot. She is. She's 48 and super hot. She's kind of like being wild with the Pippin name right now. Well, <laughs> being wild. Not with that the Scotty's name. been any easier on it. I'm just. Uh, she's a tripping Pippin. <laughs> That's it. All right. Let's just That's say farewell. It. All right. Hey, everybody, be safe. We're not sure if we're gonna be on tomorrow. If not, tweeted us. I don't know. That's Theo. That's Don. I'm Ken. Bye bye. She's Kingle. <laughs>